It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. One night in heaven. Oh. If I have to sort of like suddenly burst at the song, that is one of my first tracks that I go for. Is it that really? I for, That's surprising. That I finger. Yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? Very strange. You don't, I didn't have you as a a, a a burgeoning Heather Small. No, but like um, uh, Ian Lee, uh, when he used to do a radio show, he used to, there was a bloke who used to ring in who had one testicle, and he used to shout <laughs> one <Okay>. nut. <laughs> <laughs> And it tickled me. Oh, you can't it say anything these days, me. can you? Yeah, exactly. You can't say exactly. anything these days. Disrespectful, that. Heather Small, of course, as part of M People, won the Mercury Music Prize. People forget that. She did. Um, she beat Pulp's His and Hers, I think. Yeah, I mean, it was for the That's album El- Elegant Slumming. And I'm not actually a big fan of M People, but I'm also not really a big fan of Pulp, so I don't, I'm quite neutral on that. My mate, um, I mean, you can't compare the two, but my mate uh, have got, was it my mate? I think somebody I know... <laughs> I don't know why I said my mate. Uh, somebody I know uh, did a um, got a, 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 the drummer from M People to do a cameo uh, relatively recently. Shovel? His name's Shovel. Yeah. Did you tell me this? No. I just know Did it on name. Christmas Day? <laughs> did he? Did it on Christmas Day. Why? Enjoyable. I don't know. Just did it on Christmas Day. It's good stuff. It's probably, if you think about it, on Christmas Day, you've got a lot of spare time. There's a lot of downtime. Yeah. There is a lot of downtime. Very hectic yeah. morning, and then after that, it's kind of people are dozing in front of the telly, aren't they? Might as well be productive. Yeah. Already, um, odd, that's been my uh, week, really, trying to prep for Christmas. We've got my sister and uh, the little bands coming down, um, so I try to sort of lure my mum and dad to uh, see fit to, uh, you know, come down. Um, but well, they uh, don't they've want to, no. no. They've said no. Did they? Why? <laughs> because... Uh, they're what's known as fucking weird, <laughs> fucking weird. They're so fucking weird, so fucking weird. They're just weird. And and this is the forum for me People to air my dirty it. family laundry. Well, exactly. You sort of go, do, I wonder how Pete got like like what he is. Has um, the apple fallen far from the tree? The answer's no. no. The, the, I tell you what, it's just a tree with just a lo- load of like um, wax apples that are bouncing up and down constantly. Uh, it's just, just in perpetual motion, just constantly bouncing around. Uh, um, welcome to mess. the the bio, oh, yeah. twice weekly airing of grievances that has become <laughs> the Luke and Pete show. Uh, I'm Luke Moore. That's Pete Donaldson. Peter, yeah. um, it's nice you're hosting Christmas. I'm really pleased to hear that. Are you going to be Are you going to be cooking the Christmas lunch? Do you think? Well, I mean, I've, we've got a brand new oven uh, that, I, that I bashed in. It's so not what I asked, uh, yeah, is it? got an air fryer. Could probably do some little nibbles there for the kids. Do some crab sticks. <laughs> Get some crab sticks in there. <laughs> hey, I've been doing some real cooking. We went around um, uh, one of um, Sarah's mates' houses at the weekend, and I had uh, and I had what can only be described as a delicious meal. And this man had so many spices on a spice rack, and I got incredibly, um, uh, I got incredibly, incredibly excited. I said, "You know what? I'm going to start to cook." things properly mm-hmm. uh, instead of just throwing them in the air fryer and upsetting Sarah with how dry everything is um, and, and trying to rescue it with Tabasco um, and 
and and and and and I I keep on getting very excited about like making something, but then Sarah will just sort of buy all her constituent parts yeah. for the meal she wants to eat yeah. uh, and then go, here they are, cook that. And I'm like, I want to create something, but she knows. Can I Once just say, bitten, ten times shy. Uh, it's hard for me to think of anything more chilling than <laughs> on Christmas afternoon, me sat in front of the telly yeah. and there's a lot of commotion and I call yeah. out what's going on and all I hear back is, it's okay, I'm going to rescue this with Tabasco. That is the last <laughs> thing I want to hear. I basically create meals uh, with a lovely festive family um, twister board, and I write, the pro- <laughs> I, write, I write the different proteins, chicken, cheese, rice, and I put them all in like thing, and then I spin the wheel Hang and I see where we end up, and I've got to proteins. combine them. The different proteins, chicken, <laughs> cheese, and rice. What's happening here? <laughs> that much food will make your teeth go grey. The um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's all a bit topsy turvy. So, so have you but got? You know have you I mean? got your? Um, so have you got your idea? I mean, listen, we'll do this a bit closer to Christmas in detail, but just out of interest, mm. have you got the idea in your mind? So my, when my mum does, a, in my view, an excellent Christmas uh, lunch mm. for us all, she's very. I mean, she's got a lot of experience, and so she plans it all out. She's got a piece of paper writing it. She, she does a little list. She's got timings. She's got a little bottle of water there. She's she's doing it, right? And it's she'll, not some, water. It's the she, only way she can get through yeah. this. <laughs> and she sometimes asks me to come out and help her out with a bit, few bits and pieces, but she, she's, yeah. she's squared it away. All right. I'm saying is, on Christmas Day, more than any other day of your cooking, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Oh, what there are your is tactics? so many. I, that's the thing, because we cook a roast every single um, weekend, but I don't know how. The last two times we've done it has been a bit of a shit show, to be honest, Luke. I, I, I don't know how to how to explain it otherwise. That it just th- things just seem to be cooking at very very different rates. Um, I think when you put a lot of stuff in the oven, obviously the temperature goes down because it's cooking a lot more stuff. But oh man, what depends a mess! Depends on the oven, brother. Depends on the oven. You put a brand new oven in there, maybe it's taking taking maybe it just takes you a while to get used to it. Because I know that yeah. if you go and cook in a different oven, mm. they're all kind of approximate, aren't they? So it's mm. difficult to know. But um, mm. what I was going to say to you actually, Peter. Which is that people listening here might think, oh, maybe sometimes Luke and Pete would, you know, if Luke, Luke was at a loose end, had nothing to do, or something was going, you know, maybe his wife was over in the US. Luke's got a good chance of being fairly near the top of the list. Has been uh, been invited to Peter's for Christmas lunch, you know, because yeah, he might I guess so. Yeah, if you, you'd be if wrong, you, if you if you <laughs> because. I got invited to your housewoman party, I think, two hours before it started, just so you could tick the box that you'd invited me, knowing I would never come. I don't remember that. I think we said we were having a Halloween party. We've not had a housewarming. Whatever it was. It was a, it was a party of Whatever some description. Yeah, I, I just felt said tremendously disrespected again. <laughs> but I'll tell, you if, I'll tell you for why. Nobody else got invited earlier than that, to be quite frank. Well, I, I can just, believe I, I that. Think I, just said, I think but, I just but, said, we're having some food, come down. I've got my own thing. Just come down to Leon C. Come down. We'll have some food, just pop over. It's three hours away. Um, it's not three hours I've, away. I've got a little theory about that anyway. Right, okay. You don't want me there because you know how good my stories are. And, oh, what? And, you don't want the... You don't, if the walls could talk, they'd just be talking about you because you've, no, you've I'm been saying, I, would, would I still... Would, I wouldn't dream of stealing your thunder in your own home. And mm. I think you're, but I think you're paranoid about that. Yeah, I, I mean, I will say that uh, last New Year's Eve, uh, uh, Sarah... Uh, invited one of her oldest friends uh, around and uh, he is uh, part Dutch uh, and one of the people I uh, chose to bring to the place uh, was uh, a drunk man who works in the city uh, who said oh you're a cloggy are you (laughs) which I'd which I'd never heard as 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 a thing to call Dutch people you're a cloggy did they get offended uh 
I think, I mean, it was five minutes within the mall uh, kind of um, meeting, so it was a bit weird. But I think they got over it. But the way you said that, a drunk man from the city, did you know them? We'd just meet you on the yeah, train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you mean, who's this? It's, um, what's your name? It's Graham. It's Graham. It's Graham. He's got his tie around his head. He's a salary man. He hates uh, that people. Uh, It'd be great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just all, all, all very, mm, very stressful. Peter, have you been, um, have you been. Listen, we struggle for content at the best of times. So let's not do Christmas all show in November. No, no, no. Well, well, I would, I would say that you've actually spotted me on a long lens uh, eating, eating some delicious food. Oh, that was amazing! That Haven't was incredible. I've got you? to tell everyone about that. So you basically, sent a, you sent me a video. Well, Go let on. me tell you the story. Yeah, I'm, I was, mm. I'm in the kitchen. I'm, I'm, I was mm. cooking a HelloFresh, and um, they're very about... complicated. The, the, those kind of meal things, but when you do them, they're really satisfying. Yeah, good. You've it's, done it's, it all yourself. It's good. It's almost like cooking with um, stabilizers on. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it, it, but it's really satisfying when you get it done. It, it, I, yeah. I was surprised how many small kind of little condiments that they put in there. Oh, yeah, it's great. Ingredients. It's very good. And there's no wastage either. I mean, I'll tell you what, yeah. they, should bloody, they should bloody sponsor this show because we both use them. They're good. I think they have. They, they have and they possibly are. But oh, I would okay, say that right. they're certainly sponsoring a couple of our things. But uh, I um, I would say that um, at no point in the recipe does it say, look, if you fucked it up at this point, just put some Tabasco on it. <laughs> I, did, I, <laughs> I have to say about a week ago, and I will get to this story. I know it's frustrating when we go off on tangents like this, but I will get to it. I've not forgotten. But I will say this. The other day, I had a recipe that they sent me for like homemade burgers or something. Right. And I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Uh, but okay. I was hungry. And nice. so I just took the lovely looking brioche buns, toasted them, and made myself two bacon sandwiches. And, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then the Wi Fi I have access to come out and was like, How are we going to make these burgers then? Because I, I don't think there's any buns. White bread. <laughs> just, I'll, just, I'll just cut around some white there's bread. Me, like, in there's a me, like, w- wiping crumbs off my mouth. Um, so anyway, so I'm in the kitchen making a HelloFresh. It's about a seven or eight minute bit of downtime. What mm. I tend to do is if I'm, if I'm I'll listen to um, the radio, I'll switch mm. between five live or six music or something, or sometimes mm. even talk sport, depending on whoever's on. Um, and then think to myself about how much better I was at it than them and get annoyed and then put five live on anyway. Just drop anyway, my hate text. But so, yeah, but sometimes I'll watch Netflix the on the laptop yeah. or whatever. So I'm there. And I just got to the end of a, of, a, of a Netflix show. I think I was watching an episode of People Just Do Nothing from memory. Came mm. to the end. I thought, I'm not going to start a new one now because I'll be done in a minute. Um, and I just had a little scroll through my phone. And Big right. Pav, who everyone it was listens Big to the Pav. Ramble. I knew it was Big yeah, Pav. Everyone listens to the Ramble will know Big Pav. He actually lives quite near Pete. If he's that big, why have I not seen him in my town? He's always asking if I can have, if he can have your number so we can invite you over for a beer. But I'd never pass yeah. it on because I think it's rude. And I know how socially awkward you get with people who are confident, so I didn't think you'd like it. So, so anyway, you two together, honestly, I know that'd be terrible, wouldn't it? We big Pav, big, big teach me how to be a good keeper. Big Pav says um, he prides himself on saying he's always the loudest person in any room he's ever been in. <laughs> Uh, so and, and that's me saying that. So anyway, is he from this area? Because I guess there's quite a yeah, lot of lads is. who are yeah, they're quite. Uh, so so I'm, quite... I'm I'm scrolling my phone and I see a WhatsApp from Big Pav and he says, "Watch this video mm. and see if you can spot anyone you know in it." And Big Pav yeah. is a very self-aggrandizing man, so I'm basically priming myself to look for him, look for his yes. big bald head yeah, in yeah, the yeah. video. And it's a, vi- a promotional video in, in the form of an Instagram reel for a local restaurant in Leon C in Essex. Mm. So I'm watching it. And I'm thinking, okay, this is fine, you know. And, and, and there's music playing and there's people in the restaurant, picture the scene like an advert, people eating dinner. 
uh, but you can't hear them. You can only hear the music. And who pops up? But little little Petey, little Petey, little Petey, with his having with an, his... having a passionate conversation with my partner. Yeah, well, this is a, this is where the plot thickens. So mm. Pete's in the foreground talking to the partner he's got access to over having dinner, a cheese board. in a candlelit restaurant. And you think that's nice. He's just been included yeah. as part of the um, as part of the um, restaurant's promotional material. He looks mm. like everyone else anyway. People, you know, people won't even notice that. I think at this point, I hand the, the, the story over to you, Peter, because when I made you aware of this, you first of all couldn't believe that I'd seen it, that it had somehow fallen on my door. And, and, but secondly, you told me quite a troubling story about the take itself and what you were actually saying in that scene, but not picked up on mic. Take it away. So we were having a lovely wine. Uh, How did in... they come about, first and foremost? What were you so doing there? So... So Sarah's been wanting to go to this new place in uh, sort of Chalkwell, in between um, Leon C and, and South End, and she um, and 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 it's called the I can't say this without my accent really taking over. It's spelt C O R K D O R K. So cork-dork. how would the cock dog cork dog? So I just sound stupid saying it, right? Yeah. So I can't. So number one, can't say it, can't say the place. It's like a um, wine place, right? Yeah. So it's, it's just it's just wine, wine, and after um, six p.m. Cheese bottles. Um nice. and it was very nice. We had a couple of bottles of wine. Um, and I don't drink a lot of wine, so I was leathered. Um, <laughs> and and suddenly, um, so the the manager came around and asked every table, um, "Sorry, uh, do you mind if we um, film uh, a promotional video for for the for the cold co- donk?" And uh, and uh, it, it just as I, I just want to make sure that no one's having an affair or anything. <laughs> Basically, really, that's so that funny. What well, in Essex, yeah. um, and uh, and and so at one point, uh, this this lady turns up with a, I think it's a, I think it was a DJI uh, Osmo three, um, uh, um, sort of levelled out at camera um, right. in in the doorway to to the place, and me and Sarah clocked it, and as soon as you know that the camera's on you, you start to sort of act unnaturally. So the first time she did the sweep, um, we're just sort of half looking at the camera. We're like, well, don't look at the camera. Yeah. So then I pretended I to mean, stop Sarah's talk. an actor, isn't she? So I mean, she should Sarah's know. an actor. <laughs> Sarah's, Sarah's a very good actor. And I, uh, and so I was, um, so I panicked and just started dicking about. So if you watch that video, that promotional video for the cock dog, uh, you may be able to pick out me mouthing the words to Sarah, uh, aviation fuel won't melt steel beams. <laughs> now, nine eleven was inside job. All this stuff, and and I hope that nobody notices that I'm talking about nine eleven conspiracy theories yeah. on the promotional video for the cock dog. Uh, yeah, well, there you go. Well, There's your I, social I, for this week, Rory. <laughs> Stick the video on. There you go, brother. When I found that out, I watched it back, and my wife came in, and she can. She was like, oh, what are you watching? I said, oh, it's Pete in this video. She said, oh, fine. She said, why are you laughing? And I was just like, I don't think there's a... We haven't got enough time. Like, I, I just can't <laughs> do this from start to finish in a way that you won't be bored. We've both got things to do. Slightly offended as an American as it's well. It's just Pete being Pete. <laughs> it's just me Which I think normally me. does tend to satisfy people's curiosity when you say it's just Pete being Pete. Yeah. Um, so that, that's, that's fine. Is, Sorry, Cock Doc. It's just not what I expected to see. Cock Doc are getting you for free. You're a very exactly. marketable we person. Be, we should be fucking. They should be paying money. I've seen your <laughs> hourly rates for voiceovers. Exactly. Be delighted to get you for nothing, yeah. no matter what you're saying on the old uh, on the old voiceover. Um, but anyway, <laughs> listen. Let's have a quick break. When we come back, the other side, we've got a very interesting email or two to do, and I think we should definitely do them and some other stuff to talk about as well. So don't go anywhere. Uh, let's go. 
It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I can't start the ne- next part of the show, Luke. I've got a burp coming. Do it. Go do the burp. It's gone. It's gone. Ah, it's gone. Disappointing. Disappointing. Welcome back to the Luke and Pete show. I'm Luke Moore. That's Pete Donson. This is normally traditionally, I mean, there's no traditional really with the Luke and Pete show, but <laughs> we do do some emails sometimes in the second half, so why not do it here? Peter, yeah. do you want um, me being um, compared with Jeremy Clarkson by a listener? Yes, or please. Do you, are you want that? Okay. You didn't right want the wrong yeah, okay. Right so um, it's an email that's um, emailed, it's kind of emailed directly to you, Peter. So do you want to read it or do you want me to read it on your behalf? Uh, you read it on my, on my behalf. Fucking lazy you. cunt. All right. Why am I lazy? Uh, hi, Pete. You always yeah, say that Luke is Jeremy Clarkson. Do you? Um, not, not, not when I'm around you, don't. No, you call me the hamster and then I flip it on you and say, that's ha right. ha. Yeah. You're him. Um, so him being in the Daily Mail surely helps him towards his final form. Just like I just thought I'd show you in case you hadn't seen it. Cheers, Lewis. All right, Lewis, yeah. you're a grass, are you? That's what it is, is it? <laughs> um, so basically what happened was, let me explain this. Yeah. Um, my tw- I had a tweet appear in the Daily Mail, which I'm actually not very happy about. I wouldn't have agreed to that. I, I guess I've got no recourse because it was a tweet, I suppose, so it's public domain. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I let, me, let me start this story properly from the beginning. So about two weeks ago, I had a tweet on the from the Rambler account, right? Which the social guys and the actual young core producers we work with thought was so bad, they both two of them went on a rampage trying to find who did it so that they could yeah. stop them doing it again. Not thinking yeah. it was me, <laughs> but it was. Yeah, me, right? I, I when I saw that tweet, I thought it was some people. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I was blaming them. I mean, it, it was just a big fucking cock, mate. Well, let me. Well, 
You're doing me a disservice there, right? Very graphic. Very a, graphic. A publicly known figure in a pair yeah. of speedos on the beach yeah. with a chubby on will always be funny. Let's agree I mean, on that not, at least. It's not even chubby though, is it? It's proper like warship ready to fucking fire <laughs> kind of escalation. So I posted isn't it? that, and the football player in question had just mm. been named as the German national team, and so I thought this is yes. this, this is a picture of him receiving the news. I think it's quite a funny joke. You don't? That's fine. I've got no problem with that. I think it's dirty. What? Di- what? Because di- I'm usually beyond reproach when it comes to taste and decency, and I was just shocked. I was just shocked. Well, your comedy is either really offensive or just confusing, like. <laughs> And, it, and, it, and you get it about three months later because yes, you're so you're so far ahead of the curve with this well, madness you know, that yeah. no one knows. So mm. anyway, I, I, I became the laughing stock of the company for the next two weeks about how crap I was at Twitter, and then the worm turned. I hope not. I did. Well, yeah, well, not, that, not that worm actually. Uh, I did a tweet <laughs> talking about comparing the World Cup and Qatar to to Firefest. Yeah. And uh, at the time of recording, Peter, it's actually got. Uh, let me just double check for you. It's got twenty two point two thousand likes. Right. Uh, picked up on the Daily listen, Mail. You, you Finally, I'm in the to, Daily Mail. You listen to all... People will listen to the Luke and Pete show and listen to Football Ramble. I'm 99% certain I've I've referred to it as Firefest. And I think Have June you? did as well. Oh, that's yeah. disappointing. But not I'm, on the shows not, I've been on. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that it's... Uh, I, mean, it, I mean, fundamentally... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible, uh, astonishing number. I happen to think that it came in the week that um, uh, that our dear leader, um, Elon Musk, uh, was fucking about with Twitter and the figures just went wrong. Well, I was just about to say, uh, Elon Musk something. talking about Twitter has been fantastic news for me. All of a sudden, my, my, <laughs> the algorithm loves my stuff. This is the guy I want <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so all yeah, of a sudden, I'm getting, fa- I'm getting algorithms by Elon Musk are doing me a favour and I'm in the Daily Mail. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I've told you before. I've, I've, gi- I've given up. I can't buy a win on that on that particular social platform. So, so mm. fuck it. And I'm proud that you managed to absolutely break through. Like, you well, believe. I'm incredible. not that happy about being on the Daily Mail. If they, if right. they had emailed me asking me for permission, I would have said no. Uh, I don't like that they've got a screenshot of my tweet on their website. I'm not happy with mm. it. Uh, gen- under two other people, un- under two other people who are saying the same thing. Yeah, but I mean, mine's doing the bigger numbers. It is doing the bigger numbers. So I mean, yeah, you, know, you got yeah, to look. Exactly. You, well, you no... paid for the blue. You paid for the blue check, didn't you? If <laughs> I'm ninety nine a month, or I haven't paid shit. There's no way. <laughs> Listen, if you see me handing over any money at all to Twitter for any reason, make sure you get me fucking looked at because there's no way I'm ever doing that. <laughs> so, but thank you, Lewis, for bringing that to Pete's attention so he could l- laugh at me about it. Mm. Um, even I even though... made him read it out. Yeah, exactly. Maybe sign my own death warrant, effectively. And, and then, man. Peter, I want you to do this email. There's an email in there. Have you got it in front of you? I've got it in front of me. It's yeah. an email here from Lauren, um, Lauren which is a very nice email. And I don't think we blow our own trumpets enough, chiefly because I want to, but you won't let me. So on this occasion, okay. we're oh, so it's it. an email to my sorry, the email that you forwarded to my account. Well, it's in the it's in the running order as well, Peter, right in front of you. Let me just search for it. The problem is I've got a very loud keyboard. Um, That's uh, not Cherry the problem. Cherry NX keys, actually. Um, yeah, uh, Lauren's coming this one. Thank you, Lauren. Uh, I wrote you a poem. I wanted to write and express my feelings about you and your pod, but I struggled to find the right words, so I wrote a short poem instead. Lauren... I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, let's read it first, but that sounds lovely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Alone in my kitchen, it's been quite a day. Working too hard with not enough pay. The struggle is real and the world's a bit crap. But when I put on the pod, I can forget about that. Alone in my kitchen, but I'm not alone. Because I've got two guys living in my earphones. <laughs> my worries go quiet as they chatter to me. Sat in my kitchen, laughing into my tea. Oh, that's go. lovely. 
And she also I, says, I'm, um, I've you, got my... Yeah, you're clear. A 28-year-old Australian Finland, the sort of situation the police would sing a song about 30 years ago. <laughs> I'm an Australian in... Um, yeah. Uh, you're both unendingly excellent and have been a comfort for me living alone far from home. This stranger wishes you all the best in the world. Lauren, thank you. That's thank you so very kind. much. I can't even bring myself to take the piss out of that. That's how much I respect that. <laughs> but if you do want to be on the, if you do want your email on the show, maybe you just write a poem big enough up, and we'll, we'll be Make sure so you transparent. Do it in. Yeah. Is it iambic pentameter? I think it is, isn't it? Um, yeah, I never know it. what that means. Like I know there's a type like groups of poem. Of four kind of. It's, well, it would be five, uh, standard, wouldn't it? Pentameter. Four in the stanzas. Oh, I don't know. Pentameter just yeah. it would be five. But um, what is I? Where does the I bank? Maybe the iambic bit means um, we've removed one of them. <laughs> maybe it's possible. <laughs> That's confusing. That's confusing now, Shakespeare, you dick. Um, And then I want to read this email out, but thank you to Lauren for that. I want to read this email out from um, Miles. He says, Morning all, um, a quick note for those haircut phobists out there. Now, a few weeks ago, I talked about a friend of mine who's phobic of having his hair cut. The first person I'd ever met who's outwardly articulated that to me. I know it can be stressful and all the rest of it, and maybe for some people it's a bit like going to the dentist, but I wasn't aware of that. Um, So Miles says, um, if any of them are in the northeast." There is a barber who offers a silent haircut option. Nice. It's a bit pricier than average up here. I love that. I love that he's saying, if you want me to be quiet, you're going to fucking pay. <laughs> uh, and he said, I've used it once. Now, for a couple of sentences explaining what I was after, I stuck some headphones in and I, I lapsed the half hour away. That's such a good... I think that's so good. Like, you just... It's a silent haircut, £30, washing haircut. This service is in by people who... Uh, for people who may suffer with social anxiety, sensory issues, or just generally like peace and quiet while getting the haircut. You yeah, know, so. discuss the haircut at the start, so you end up with a perfect haircut, but after that, we cut the hair and cut the chat. That's nice. I like that. I think they should... I think they should do that in restaurants. I would pay more to not have serving staff coming over and asking whether the food's all right when I'm just putting the first mouthful in my mouth. That's like five seconds, though, isn't it? That's all it is. I might not be enjoying it. They're not saying, you know, what are you thinking? They don't care. They're not saying, what do you think of the latest midterm? I'm British. You're going to get a tip anyway. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I, I, I wouldn't pay for that option because I like talking to my hairdresser. She's great. Yeah. And, um... I like talking to your hairdresser as well. I said, fuck him up again, will you? (laughs) Sophie. And I like to think she. Do it. I like to think that she likes me too. But I looked in the mirror this morning, and perhaps she doesn't. Um, <laughs> but I think it's a nice option. I think it's a really good idea because a lot of people don't really want to be chatting away. I get that. So it's good that they make it clear that they speak to you at the beginning to find out what you actually want, rather mm. than you just walk in there and every time you try and say what you want, they go shh. shh no. no talking. Yeah, it's like up. a library. Um, <laughs> what, what what I would say though is Miles doesn't say in the email at all whether he's happy with the result or not. And he doesn't include a picture of his hair. So I'm right. not sure whether he's making it clear that the haircut is up to standard in terms of what they're actually being paid to do, which is cut hair. If they're USP as I don't talk to you, that's fine. But they still need to better do the job. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. But let's not and lose I, sight of that. I think you should be able to add different things into the mix as well. Um, I would sort of ask them, I would pay more to get someone who would cut your hair with one of those big scissors they uh, use to open a supermarket. Yeah. That'd be nice. See that samurai sword. Um, I would like you to put uh, instead of using um, sort of dry shampoo or that kind of thickening stuff for um, thin-haired people. um, I would like you to use suet, please. Um, Yeah, and just like yeah, really sort of like just ask weird things and see how far they'd go for it. This is probably going to be the most middle-class thing I've said this week. Yeah, Um, but 
my hairdresser puts a pound on your bill mm. to as a donation towards like environmental causes and stuff. Okay. Which is a bit right. annoying on one level because you know you don't get to you can't really say. I mean, you might as well mm. just fucking go in there and burn a load of oil and say that you don't want to put the, and say that you don't want to put the pound on. But <laughs> what they do. It, yeah. But what's quite interesting is part of the thing they do with that money is they pay for a company to come and collect up all the over all the cut off hair. Right. Which then go and process that hair. And, oil. And use it for oil sea. spills. Oil spills. Uh, it's yes, apparently really, really good for soaking up oil in, in oil spills. Put them in big tights and stuff, yeah, and it sort of sucks it up. But if you go into Mars's hairdresser, you can't tell them whether you want that or not. <laughs> do you true. want to do something environmentally responsible? I'm not saying mm. anything. The, but, but I would say that um, they... I'm whenever I go into like a service station, I buy some petrol. Um, they the SO garage near my house always says, "Do you want to add twenty five percent, twenty five pence, or a pound for for, for charity?" Yeah. And I've spoken about this before on the show, and we got a bit of clarity from uh, one of our kind listeners who basically said, "Yeah, it is a tax write off." So I I will press that button with gusto that says no, and I will eyeball the man behind the desk, yeah. and I just hope he knows that I know what the hell's going on. All right? yeah, but you're, you're, but who's who's missing out here? Uh, the, well, the charity, but also SO doesn't get to write off that tax, so the SO gets to S, the charity uh, loses out, but also SO loses out. So it's one off for Donaldson. You never, um, you never hear from people who don't want big oil companies to pay tax. Well, no, I mean, I, I mean, even the yeah, I guess even the oil PR people wouldn't say that, but they. Well, no, they I mean, it, a while back we were really through the looking glass the other week, weren't we? When the when the guy who runs Shell was like, "Yeah, we should really probably pay more tax." Like, I mean, <laughs> I've made it very clear to the government they should be taxing us more, and the government is still going, "No, fucking not throwing shit all over them." So, no, here we go. You know, we're very stymie. The economy, you know, you want we want we want to generate more wealth. You know, we grow, grow the economy. Yeah, we can't be doing this tax stuff. They're saying tax. They're saying yeah, do it. Taxes. But you, like we, taxed, when you're a kid, it never happened where your mum said, do you want another bit of chocolate pudding? And the kids say, mm. no, it doesn't happen. <laughs> it's the same thing. They should, if they're saying do it, then do it. That's them saying it. Do it. Mm. True, um, by the true. way, before we go, can I just ask if you've been watching any of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here? Uh, by virtue of the fact that I want to play the new Monkey Island game, I've been sat while uh, my partner watches... Um, um, it and I've been playing Monkey Island with my headphones on. So I've watched, I've seen little bits and bobs. So yes I watched, or no? <laughs> I watched, I watched Chris Moyles and um, uh, do you think Chris Moyles would look like that if he hadn't lost a lot of weight? Would that be his default kind of look? It's like a problem for us, for us fatties. Is a problem because, but like, but if, if you lose look, it too he, quick, you look, you start to look very odd. Yeah, and 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 he's and he's lost that. He lost that weight like you know, fifteen years ago, ten years ago, or whatever. But like, he, do you reckon that he would always have looked like that if he wasn't an absolute? tank what like, I found like is, do you know what I found someone whose weight fluctuates quite a lot I'm not trying to trigger anyone listening who has issue, weight issues or anything like that I mean I, I mean, I would consider myself to be in the same boat as, as, as you if you are I, I, I have weight issues I got them down and I want to well, fucking lose weight and, and, and I can't but I'm just lucky that fucking genetics have dealt me this little little skinny body but it, I yeah. still I've still got a little pot belly I would very much like to uh, remove well what I find when I've, I fluctuate quite a bit and it's kind of a mental thing for me. Mine, I sometimes get into the mindset where I'm right, I'm going to be healthy and, I'm, and I'll be like quite, actually very sort of stringently healthy for say two or three mm. months. And I'll lose loads of weight and then I'll just drift off it. But the point I was just going to make was to answer your question around about weight. When I lose a bit of weight, I feel like I look a lot older. I, th- I think, right, okay. I think, because I think, it's, I think for me, there's a fleshiness. I'm not speaking on behalf of anyone else. For me, I'm, I, there's a fleshiness. 
I, th- um, I think if you if you were like and that kind of hides like, wrinkles like, and stuff. I think if you were like if you lost like if you suddenly became like um, producer Finn, who's very tall but very thin. Yeah. Uh, I think you would look very. I don't think you you just wouldn't see it. You, no. You're too. Um, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't suit your frame. Uh, it, no. Some people. I, I think that you're your perfect weight. I'm not saying. But if I went, um, if, not, if I went into the jungle for four, four weeks, I probably would lose a load of timber, wouldn't I? Because you're only eating beans. <laughs> Why are they allowed to do it? Why would you sort of? Agree? I mean, I guess you know it's it's, it's, a, it's a challenge and stuff. But um, but the, re- mean, the, re- I, the reason I asked the question in the first place is there's two reasons. And I don't get too earnest because we're going to get out of here in a minute. But just very very briefly, and we'll skip over the idea of fucking Matt. Han- like, no, we're not going to skip human, over that because I'm going to fucking that, do that in a minute. A company that human tries to hu- ITV trying to humanise that absolute shithead. Uh, yeah, I, I, is, I, I was going to come it, on to that. It, it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, the worst. That's too much. But I, I think, I think, uh, <laughs> I th- we watch United Passions for. Uh, <laughs> I for the say, film I saw club you in that. I saw you in that, in that wine bar advert. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say was, I don't. I'm not very comfortable with the cruelty to animals aspect of it, which I think is unnecessary. That's yeah. what I was going to say. But the second point is, I'm not even gonna go in, go to town on Matt Hancock individually, even though I politically don't agree with him, and even though I think he's a fucking idiot. I'm not going to do that because I think that in that environment at that time, it's probably a lot more complicated and a lot more difficult than people think. And I don't think he deserves any credit by any means, but I, I don't, I don't want to go into stuff that I don't fully understand, although I don't think he did a brilliant job. But that's not the point. The point I was going to make was, Pete, one of the biggest issues in our society at the moment is the blurring of the lines between politics and entertainment. Yeah. And Politicians are supposed to be serious people. They're supposed to take their constituents' constituents' needs very seriously, and they're supposed to make big decisions for the best of the country first and foremost. And the fact that it's turned to an entertainment product, um, far worse than the US, by the way, but they kind of have a different approach to it, and that's probably a conversation for another time. But I think what Matt Hancock doing here, what Matt Hancock has done here, is, has further blurred those lines between politics and entertainment. And ITV have got a lot to answer for for that because they've essentially reduced it down to a kind of love him or hate him, here he is kind of thing. And it's like, it shouldn't be about that. And so that is very, very disappointing to see because he even himself, because he's such a tragic loser, he said to go in, I just want people to see the human side of the guy behind the podium, you know. All I did was fall in love, and that's why I broke... Like, fuck off. (laughs) Like, you've got to take responsibility for this. You came into this, presumably, ultimately for the power, for the money for the altruistic feeling that you're doing the good for the country or whatever, however misguided, that's what you want to do. And you fucked it up. So the fact that you fucked it up means you've got to take your medicine. And your medicine doesn't involve a rehabilitation on a fucking reality show with other yeah. celebrities because you're not a celebrity. By definition, yeah. you are not. A, it's a category it's because, he, because, because he fucked it up. He fucked a load of stuff up. You're famous but, but my point, you I, I agree with that. But my point is, even if he did a brilliant job, Pete, he still shouldn't be doing it. Mm. He still shouldn't it, be on there. But it is. But I think also there's that kind of appetite for that kind of like you know social media needs like new meat every single day. They need um, they, they need uh, the prime minister saying that they're being very naughty, running through a, a, a field of wheat. They need uh, Ed Miliband eating a fucking bacon sandwich in the debate. I'm fucking I'm using the debate in big old fucking inverted commas there. But you know, it, we we sort of have this idea that that that, that right is somehow uh, responsible for that. I, I don't think it is. In that in that case, having a fucking pop at, at the government and making um, uh, you know everything into a fucking meme. 
uh, is both sides of 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 of, of, of the yeah. channel. I would say on that one, and it's kind of like it, it's it, we've created we have created it. You know, we've sort of pointed at these fucking bellends and went, "What a fucking prick! This is embarrassing." Blah blah blah, and then everybody else just tries to find gets more juice out of uh, Matt Hancock or whichever fucking public school twit um, has has found himself in, in in the firing line. It's it's. It's it, we're we're all to fucking blame. We, I think, we've made I think you this world. Be, I think you should be. I I, I I would agree with that. But I think you should be. But advertisers shouldn't be fucking advertising on a product that's, that's rehabilitating these fucking nerds. I think if you sign up to be an MP, you shouldn't be eligible for this stuff. You, you no. said right. I'm, I'm relinquishing my right to that. Yeah, if you're an MP, you're not allowed to do that, and and you get you get paid a, a fair whack more money, and you uh, and you can't be on any boards of anything. Yeah, I agree with that as well. All that totally stuff, agree with that. that yeah. Anyway. I just want. I, I quite like. It's weird because I quite. I think if I'm if I'm being totally honest, I look at reality TV generally, and I'm not a TV snob. I watch all different types of TV, as you know. I'd probably say that I'm a celebrity is the most interesting of them. I'd like mm. to sets it apart, I suppose. I'd like them to not be quaffered. having all these animals in there because I think that's really unnecessary and cruel. Mm. And I would, but aside from that, I think it's a fairly good show. I think Ant and Decker brilliant. Um, but everyone says that, don't they? It's kind of a thing that people say, isn't it? <laughs> it is though, isn't it? Everyone, Did, you don't find anyone doesn't like him, which in, um, in in its own way makes me suspicious. Pe- people who don't like drunk drivers. <laughs> I mean, oh that. yeah, but no, but, but that's the thing, Pete. That's my point. In, in many ways, that accentuates my point, doesn't it? Yeah, that that you're so lovable that you get yeah. away with that kind of behaviour. Yeah, mad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, I just, yeah, I, just don't, I think I, I mean I know um, I know Scarlett a little bit. Who's in there? Scarlett. She's really she's like the best. She's so nice. And uh, which one's Scarlett? Scarlett Douglas. She's a property uh, presenter. She's been in here a few times. We did a couple of pilots with her. Um, right, okay. okay. Really lovely. Like, I know her brother a bit as well. He's a good guy as well. So I hope she does well. Uh, I don't want to see old old cockles in there. Just don't want to see him in there. Just don't want to see him. And this is the thing. Very quickly, everyone's loving the fact that he's given all the challenges and all the horrible things to do. But that's what he wants. He wants the attention. He loves yeah. that he's being voted. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't he, you know, in his world, getting voted for is brilliant. He yeah. loves the votes, so don't 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 feel like you're doing him over by voting for him. You're giving him the attention he wants. You're, you're like misunderstanding like, it. A heel is a you know a heel is a they they, they sort of talk about um, Triple H as being like nobody's favorite wrestler is, is Triple H. He created, as MJF the other wrestler sort of pointed out, uh, the Rock. Um, uh, well, um, just by being the heel, st- being st- being the kind of the nemesis. Cold Steve Austin. So as soon as you walk into an arena, everyone's booing you, and so as soon as your adversary uh, enters the arena, everyone's cheering for you. Yeah. So you, so they make more money because this person's a fucking bell end, and, and and real life and and and, tele- and 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 politics shouldn't be fucking wrestling, but it but it is. <laughs> no, yeah, it totally wrestling's is. better. <laughs> yeah, it's very very similar, uh, and I'd like to see more injuries in politics. I'm only joking. Uh, I'd love to see him take a stunner. <laughs> his head pop right off. But it doesn't hurt anyway, does it? Uh, if done, if done properly, yeah, it's very easy to hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, if if you if you were the victim of a stone cold stunner and it was done mm. properly by the man himself, it wouldn't hurt you, would it? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, none of them should hurt properly. I mean, unless you're throwing yourself onto the floor and stuff. But yeah. Speaking of which, I'm off to throw myself on the floor now. Um, All right. We'll be back next time. We'll be back on Thursday for more of this. Um, so look forward to that. Thank you very much to those of you who got in touch. Appreciate you, Mitch. Appreciate you, Lauren, for your lovely poem. Uh, appreciate, kind of appreciate you, Lewis, for stitching me up. Um, and the rest of you, please do get in touch. Hello at lukeandpeacher.com. We're very, very happy to hear from you. If you want anything us, you know, anything you want us to talk about or um, perhaps you've got an email comment 
uh, on the stuff we've already talked about. That would be great. In the meantime, do leave us a five-star review wherever you get your pods and tell your friends. It's the most powerful and it's kind of successfully insightful and effective thing you can do to help our show is tell your friends and leave a five-star review. I know most of you are no longer listening to this because I've started the tone change, which means the outro's on its way, and you moved on to your next podcast by I now. I might shout something weird, though. Exactly. Pete's still here, though. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, gobble, gobble. There we go. See? Uh, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Talk this way. I'm just, um, I'm just looking at a can of um, dog food. The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.